0: But I just wanted people to know, you made it to Friday. Congratulations. Uh, but we're going to ride with you until 3 o'clock on the Colleen and Bradley we're Show. We're
2: going to ride with you. My Talk
0: One O Seven One streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom-Bradley, trainer. Hey. Uh, and um, even though we are actually amazed that Tumblr is a thing, Taylor Swift still, still. uses it.
2: Yeah, she does, most certainly.
0: And that is actually the platform where we begin the story that will begin our Friday.
2: Yeah, so um, People's Court of Public Opinion is now in session. Judge, uh, what was what was the judge name again? Uh, it wasn't the, Wapner, it was Judge... Well, no, you're thinking about Pizza's Court. Pizza's, oh, Judge Topner. Yeah. Well, I'm Judge Topner and... You're,
0: you're, no, you can be but, uh, Judge Popner. Like We're gonna, pop culture. I'm just, I
2: like that. I nice. just want you to know you can eat pizza if you want to, if cool. that's because it's the lunch hour.
0: True.
2: Um, and I want to tell you a tale of Taylor Swift. In fact, you'll remember that she has a beef ongoing with one Scooter Brown and Scott Borchetta, mm-hmm. not of the uh, pig roast. Now, he's from Big Machine Records, and you'll remember that they ended up with Taylor Swift's catalog, basically, of music uh, from the, well, uh, giant chunk of her career she was not happy with that because she felt like she was being owned by the man and she didn't get the opportunity to buy her masters blah 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 you remember all that absolutely vaguely Mm -hmm. well now there is an even bigger beef going on between them and it all started when yesterday taylor swift posted some stuff to tumblr and as you said who's still on tumblr but that's her thing He swizz. that's it man and she said, among other things, um, guys, it's been announced recently that American the American Music Awards will be honoring me with Artists of the Decade uh, at this year's ceremony. I've been planning to perform a medley of my hits throughout the decade on the show. Scott and Scooter have now said that I'm not allowed to perform any of my old songs on TV because they claim it would be re-recording of my music before I'm allowed to next year. Okay, so the first part of that. Essentially, what Taylor Swift is saying is that Scott uh, Scooter Brown and Scott Borchetta are are trying to prevent her from performing her back catalog, which they technically own on the AMAs in honor of them giving her this award Mm -hmm. for a performer of the decade. Um, Because the, the loophole that she says they are using is that she's not allowed to based on the terms of their deal, wherein her... Music was sold.
0: They own her back catalog. They're the owners,
2: whether you agree with it or not, they currently are. Mm -hmm. And part of that deal said that she could not re-record her music, which a lot of people have encouraged her to do, because that would then dilute the power or the value of that, which Scooter Braun and Scott Borchetta.
0: All the masters that they own. Yeah.
2: So that can't begin or commence until next year, essentially. And so, she says that they made a claim that she couldn't perform her music live on the amas because that would be considered a re-recording of her masters which she is not technically allowed to do so that's the first part she goes on to say additionally and this isn't the way i'd plan on telling you this news colleen oh of course okay of course not but go on netflix has created a documentary about my life for the past few years Scott and Scooter have declined the use of my older music or performance footage for this project, even though there's no mention of either them or Big Machine Records anywhere in the film. Scott told my team that they'll allow me to use my music only if I do two things. So basically, she's saying they're holding her music hostage mm-hmm. and they're preventing Netflix from making a wonderful documentary about her unless she does the following um, allow her to. They would allow her to use the music only if she agrees to not re record copycat versions of her song next year. And also, uh, she said that they were told um, that I need to stop talking about him, Scott Porchetta, and Scooter Braun. So essentially, again, she is saying that they are holding her music hostage unless she uh acquiesces to their demands
0: which all goes along with this narrative that they're like the big bad baddies that Mm -hmm. are holding all the strings uh and and using and they're the the evil puppeteers that are going to control her because they own all of her masters yeah so this all comes out over tumblr because taylor swift understands the power of social media uh and apparently tumblr which the rest of us don't Use. Use, yeah. But that's cool. Whatever. That's like how she that's gets her, her messages. That's her thing. That's her yeah. thing. Um, okay. So that's what happened yesterday. Have Scooter and Scott responded?
2: Yes. But I want to end this part oh, of yes. yesterday with a very important point, which is that she goes on in that Tumblr post to encourage her fans to lobby, well, and register their disappointment and lobby those two men directly. She says, basically, this is wrong. Neither of these men had a hand in writing these songs. They did nothing to create the relationship I have with my fans. So that's why I'm asking for your help. Please let Scott Porchetta and Scooter know how I feel about this. Scooter also manages several other artists, and I really believe uh, those artists care about other artists and their work. Please ask them for help with this. What she is doing, essentially, because, again, she's speaking directly to her fan base. Mm -hmm. She is trying to unleash the hordes of her fans on Scooter Braun, Scott Borchetta, and the people that they currently represent. People like Justin Bieber, people like Demi Lovato, Lovato, Ariana Mm -hmm. Grande, right? Um, Or used to. Anyway, so she's trying to unleash her fans. Like, basically, she's, like, trying to create a troll army. To go after these people, which is similar to what she did initially, where you saw right after her initial telling of of the beef from her perspective, people were just flooding them with like, you are a vile human being and you should be, you know, like Scott uh, Borchetta and Scooter Braun should basically be, you know,
0: the thing about up. the thing that's so interesting about this is like this is she didn't even have to say that that would have happened regardless. So start there. Yeah. Like the Swifty army uh she didn't need to sick them on that on scooter and scott yeah they they're wise enough they're uh what's the word um they're proficient enough in the ways of social media to have made that leap themselves they would have done it but now she's got blood on her hands because she essentially told them to do it it's also super juvenile
2: Yes, but it also does sort of play to her... Like, it is very on-brand for for her to tell the story in this way, the way she talks, the way she verbalizes this. And if you believe she's a cold-calculated businesswoman, this is a strategy. Okay, so that's her strategy. Now, you said, have Scott and Scooter responded? Yep. Well, uh, this morning, in a statement uh, that they issued, Big Machine Records denied her claims. Now, this is their side of the story. They denied her claims... That she was blocking them from the use of her music. Here's a, w- a little bit of what they said. As Taylor Swift's partner for over a decade, we were shocked to see her Tumblr statements yesterday based on false information. At no point did we say she couldn't perform in the AMAs or block her Netflix special. In fact, we don't have the right to keep her from performing live anywhere. And since her decision to leave Big Machine last fall, we've continued to honor all of her requests to license her catalog to third parties as she promotes her current record in which we don't financially participate. Mm. The truth is that she has admitted to contractually owing us millions of dollars and multiple assets to our company. I won't bore you with the details, but they have a point there. There is some stuff that she was supposed to turn over to them that she is not. They go on to talk about how they have 120 hardworking employees who have helped build her career. We worked diligently to have a conversation about these matters. So they're basically saying there's nothing to see here. This is Taylor Swift out for blood and attention. She said, uh, they go on to say that they tried several times and thought as late as yesterday that they would have a deal worked out, blah, blah, blah. So that's their side of the story. What I will say is, um, and I'm not the only one to point this out because I was reading a piece in Variety, both people have issue, or both sides of this particular beef have legitimate issues. Yeah. It's safe to say, however that um they uh, what was i going to say they both have their own perspective and they are both fighting for a financially lucrative outcome right if you are simply reacting to the emotions of these appeals like i can see taylor swift fans emotionally responding to her appeal yeah i can see people from sort of like a you know, like, I'm a well-reasoned, intention. you know, uh, individual who looks at all the facts. You might look at um, Big Machine Records' response and be like, well, that sounds very, you know, unemotional. Right. Very straightforward. Like, they're making legitimate points. Mm-hmm. But...
0: In, like, a calm, cool, collected way that doesn't end in sicking an army on Taylor Swift.
2: Yeah. And it's true that those two things are actually the same at the same time, meaning... Um, She does have some points, although she's being emotional. They have some points, um, although there is some clever wording in their response that doesn't answer some of her criticisms. Right. Um, Like
0: they they clearly do not address some of what she's alleging.
2: Correct. So uh, and in fact, Variety points this out. Parsing their statement, big. Big Machine statement, those specific claims are actually not completely denied, meaning that her claims that they tried to keep her from performing unless she would agree to do certain things, they say generally, we would never have stopped her from performing live. But they don't say in our negotiations, we were trying to get this for that. So so again, both sides, I don't want to just say both sides and make it seem like we can't actually have an opinion. Right. But both sides have legitimate claims. Yeah. I will say, I think it's pretty underhanded from Taylor Swift's perspective. I know why she does it. To unleash her, you know, Swifty army. And yeah. And try to pressure individual artists. Yeah. And the company uh, representatives themselves.
0: It's so okay. So, this is, I, uh, there's so much going on here to unpack, but my first initial reaction is this is the 2019est thing to happen ever in the sense that you, what you have is essentially, and in, in years past, I'm sure there have been similar types of fights that have happened between uh, an artist and a label that has been sold. Yep. This has happened in the past. Many times, many more than we are even aware of, because oftentimes they litigate these things behind closed doors with people in suits who get paid far more than we will ever understand. Right. But instead, what they've done that is so 2019 is taken it to social media and laid it out in front of us with the two perspectives, kind of with the intention that we will vote with our ears. Yeah. So what Taylor's banking on is that you're going to not support any of their artists, which thereby won't support them. Yeah. And what they're banking on is we're going to all turn against Taylor Swift. And that's all it is, is this junior high, Mm -hmm. like rumor mill situation where everybody wants to tell their story and the outcome that they want is for the other side to not get any more airplay. Exactly. Any ears, any fans, any money. And, you
2: know, Taylor Swift, it's genius for her because it makes it her against them.
0: Because she looks like, you know, she looks like this is like the David and Goliath here.
2: But remember, her is is like an idea Mm -hmm. behind the her idea is a massive army of people who are manufacturing a product that they rely on Mm -hmm. to pay the bills. Yes. So it's not just. Because we all have this idea that Taylor Swift is sort of like in her like Manhattan apartment with her cats, sort of like making granola in the morning and then like shuffling off to the studio and recording some stuff and then posting a cute photo to Instagram and then doing yoga and then going out with Carly Kloss. Not anymore, but I don't know if they're back together or not as friends, but like she's just going to hang out with her gal pals and then she's going to go on tour next year she just wants to go get her award at the AMAs, you right. guys. It's just Taylor Swift.
0: She's pre- I mean, it is. It's being presented like a David versus Goliath, yeah. but but make no mistake, this is a Goliath versus Goliath. Yeah. They're both giants. Yeah. She just looks like... She, they, does, she, she has
2: a better narrative for the time exactly. we live in.
0: And it goes back to, you know, she, she will always play the victim. So you kind of have to look... Through that lens at it. Oh my gosh. We could go on about this, but we can't because we have to get to a dirt alert. Holly's going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071.
3: This is a My Talk dirt alert. Dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert.
0: Dirt. Holly Roberts is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Wow. It's a dirt alert. So dirty today, Holly. Very- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
1: in service of all of those who have cut the cord and are now doing streaming services. This one's for you because Hulu is hiking the price of their live TV service by 22%.
2: Okay, I just signed up for this dumb thing. What is my price going to be now?
1: Now it's going to be $55 per month. Oh,
2: just stick it in your
1: (laughs) face. That
2: really chaps my hide. Stick it in your Hulu. But you know, this is not a surprise because the reason I ended up leaving AT&T... TV Now, which was the most cockamamie thing, even though it was a really good service, it used to be DirecTV Now, which was a streaming platform, and then they bought it, I don't know what that, Long story. is because that they were consistently raising prices the third time in a year that they had raised the price, and it was going to be, I think for the basic entry level, $60. So I imagine Hulu is like, hey...
0: Also, they're owned by Disney, and Disney is
1: like, you need us.
2: Also, right. can I tell you? And then Holly, I'll let you talk. I promise, I won't bogart your segment. I knew that you had
1: spicy opinions about this. <sighs> spicy. <laughs> um,
2: it's still a better value to do Hulu. Do you
0: know why? <laughs> Thank you for the math. Uh, well, because you get a whole bunch of other stuff because free. You get Hulu. Yeah, you get Hulu. What you're you get t- Hulu what Holly's Live. talking about
2: is Hulu Live.
0: Right. Right. But with Hulu Live, you get Hulu yep. and then you can also bundle the uh bundle. Yeah, the Disney Plus and ESPN, which I know you're so excited about. Yeah, and
2: you get a credit right now if you have any questions, email me. Holly, what else do we know?
1: <laughs> well, to your point, Bradley, uh this is the second Price raise for Hulu in as many months because back in January of this year the price went from forty dollars to forty five dollars and then now it is going to fifty five dollars. That price will go into effect on December eighteenth. Okay, mark my words, this is what's going to start to happen. Keep your eyes on this.
0: Yeah, the cable companies. To cable. I know the cable companies are going to start dropping their prices, so we're just going to go back and forth, and that's what we're going to do because consumers do you know vote with your dollar. What?
2: So we had DirecTV right, the satellite dish. Yeah. Um, I think we finally got it removed from our roof because, by the way. If you get rid of DirecTV, they don't come they out don't and, come take and get it their it unless you pay them to.
0: 100% true.
2: Makes no sense. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I get mailers offering me like $300 Visa cards to start service again. Like they are serious about desperate. getting back they customers.
0: They are desperate. Mm. Okay, Holly, thank you for allowing us to get our feelings out.
1: I'm glad that you had some feelings. Thanks. Uh, By the way, when you get Hulu, you can get other cable channels, including Fox Sports, CNN, FX, and TNT. So, you're getting a lot. You're getting some stuff. You're getting some stuff. Don't worry about it. Uh, Moving on from that, over across the pond, Meghan Markle had a special guest drop by her house this week in Windsor. That'd be Hillary Clinton. Apparently, they hung out with baby Archie and had quite the time, Mm. according to People.com. Wow.
0: Wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall at that? Yes.
1: Experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean,
0: knowing nothing more, I would. That's I can only imagine. And
1: that's all that we know. Pretty sure this news came courtesy. The palace of Meghan Markle herself. Yeah, exactly. She just oh, wanted yeah. us to know. Hey, uh, FYI, guess who stopped by? Yeah. Uh, over in Hollywood royalty land, Pierce Brosnan's two youngest sons, Paris and Dylan Bros- Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. Bro- Why did I have I a brain fart? No, about that happens Rachel to me. All the- I know that yes. happens to me all the
0: time. I'm like, did I say his last name wrong? And I figure I should know because someday I was going to marry him when I was little. Yeah,
1: because he's a very, very attractive Ugh. man. Well, his two sons have been named the 2020 Golden Globe Ambassadors. Ooh. Those are the people that stand on the side of the stage and escort celebrities off of the Golden Globe okay. stage. I gotta
0: check these gentlemen out.
1: Well, one of his sons is a model for Saint Laurent. He's very tall. Oh my gosh, they are
0: good looking young men too. That I felt dirty saying that. They're 22 and 18. It's no, legal. You don't it's feel good.
2: legal. Or like Peter Cook.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I didn't he's have, Yeah. True.
2: 60 and dating a 20 year old. Okay.
0: Engaged. Yeah.
2: You're good, Herbie.
0: Thanks. Hey, uh, Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Yeah. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize seconds to answer five pop culture questions and <laughs> if you get them all right you'll win a prize we do it every day at 1230 the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer hey girl hey girl uh, and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge 30 pop culture We've got Shelly on the line. And what is Shelly playing for?
2: Shelly Belle is playing for a big fat pair of these.
1: Run of engagement. Movie passes to see the film last Christmas. Hey, Shelly,
2: you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Heck yeah. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Which band sang independent women? the theme song to the 2000s version of Charlie's Angels
3: yeah no idea
2: the character Benji is what kind of animal dog who plays Buddy the Elf in the movie Elf Will Ferrell who is the CEO of Disney Bob Iger Teresa Judice is a real housewife of which geographical location New Jersey and then Independent Women is a girl group theme song to Charlie's Angels who's that girl group they don't exist anymore.
0: Uh, the Beyonce, women, Beyonce, the Beyonce. Throw your hat uh, Oh, Shelley. I gave it to you, Shelly! Oh, oh. That would be Destiny's I'm sorry, child. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm well,
2: sorry, Shelly is not Destiny's Child That's today. True. Sadly,
0: that is true. Uh, unfortunately, Shelly did not win the thirty-second pop culture challenge. However, we do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show, so you will get another opportunity on Monday. And now we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us. In this segment, we call "Blinded by the Item." I mean,
1: you just have a little pep in your step. Yeah. Some days you just, some you days just you do. Do. You do. Some days you do. some
2: days the world works the way it's supposed yeah. to. Well,
1: and for that, I'm going to do the following. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated right, to a very special someone out there in land. You know who you are. You know who you are. But now we have to solve celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here's our first blind item, by the way, confirmed.
0: Yes. Here we go.
1: This former Olympic athlete turned reality star turned celebrity is headed to a new reality show with oh, the understanding no. they will spill about a certain family. Not going to happen. Oh. The reality star will do the show, but will collect the check and then not utter a peep. That would be Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, You
0: know, this is not surprising in the least. However, I wonder if her guard will come down when she's uh, stuck in the wilderness. Can you tell me the name of the show, please? Oh, sorry. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. God,
1: trash. (laughs) Let me fill in the blank for you. So Caitlyn Jenner is going to be featured on the next season of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here which is a reality series in the UK with the understanding that she's going to be spilling some dirt about the Kardashians however that's not going to happen because Caitlyn Jenner is just going to collect the check and she's not going to say anything at all mm.
2: which they probably know and honestly they don't care right because right because people they have will watch name.
0: and people will watch for the promise that that could happen yeah Regardless. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. It's yeah. just all about the eyeballs. It is. Really. All about the all eyeballs. All about
2: the eyeballs. Eyeballs. Eyeballs.
1: Blinded
3: by the item.
1: More celebrity gossip mm. mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. This foreign-born, one-named plus singer, when she decides to sing and record has always not enjoyed performing. So it's kind of surprising that if she gets some drinks in her, she is not adverse to performing karaoke down at the local bar. Huh. One named
0: a plus singer.
2: Foreign-born. Oh, no. I was going to say Celine, but she's Celine Dion, so that's not...
0: Yeah. Kinda... Uh,
2: also, she loves singing. I mean, that girl... Right?
0: She sings all the things. Yeah. Did you hear her singing about peanut butter, her favorite... No. Okay, I'll find that just for funsies later. Okay. Um, okay, foreign-born, one named, one named Shakira. No, that is always. I want you to know that that will always be my guess for foreign-born, one named singer.
2: Uh, always. She, so it says again. The hints are when she decides to sing and record. Yes. Oh, Rihanna.
1: What did you say, Colleen? Adele.
2: Oh wait, what? what?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, read it. Adele, when she decides to sing and record, she doesn't like performing, so she doesn't want to perform for you. However, it's kind of surprising that if Adele gets a few cocktails in her, she's not averse to performing karaoke down at the local bar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would be
2: delightful to just walk into a karaoke bar and see Adele. And, like, oh. what songs does she sing oh. at karaoke? Spice Girls. And I heard somebody Probably. say karaoke the other day. Where were we? What? Um, I was like, that is not
0: how you say that Oh, word. I know where we were. We okay. can't talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a secret. It's our secret trips mm-hmm. that we take together.
0: Yeah. Karaoke, karaoke is technically
2: the real way to say that word. Hi. But the rest of us just call it karaoke. Yeah,
1: because... We're in America. Yeah, exactly. It's America. We, America. America. We
0: tacos and
1: croissants. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's do another uh, blind item,
0: please.
3: By the item.
1: Oh, this is a vintage blind item from 2015, all mm. part of NT Lawyers Anniversary Month, celebrating gossip of yore. This has been confirmed now. Okay. Listen carefully. This current B-list mostly movie actress is still beloved. She's just someone we always pull for even if she does not do much any longer. A barely legal teen when she made this monster hit, she says she would only do a sequel if this A-list mostly television actor is not in it. He would not stop hitting on her, and she hated seeing any call sheet where they had to film together. Okay. So this
2: is a movie and a sequel and that yeah. she was in when she was a barely legal teen, right?
1: Uh, I will give you a hint: the film came out in the late eighties. Okay, the uh, late
2: eighties. Uh huh. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just trying to talk through. And the guy that she was with is mostly TV.
1: Well, and he d- does TV and film equally. Mm. I would say, but when this blind item was written in 2015, I feel like he was doing more television than film at the time. Okay. And you know his name. You know her name, too. Since this blind item was published four years ago, she has found fame and success once again in a very high-profile role on a streaming service.
2: Is is this like a
1: Drew Barrymore? Close. Uh, Not Drew Barrymore. uh, I mean... uh, But in that wheelhouse...
2: Lucy Lou uh, uh.
1: Not Cameron D. Um, or Destiny. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Charlie's Angel. Sorry, I just had to get it out.
1: But and
0: that, that's not the that's not the movie sequel we're talking no, about, right? No, uh,
1: this sequel I believe is still caught in what the folks in the industry like to call development hell, meaning Ugh. we have not seen this sequel. And Is it like a Ghostbusters thing? No. no, but you're kind of in the wheelhouse again with the ghosts and the and the teen stars and the. A scream? No. Eighties. No. Oh. This movie came out in the eighties. I know you guys like this movie. Uh huh. It's yeah, weird. we do. And, and we um, like weird movies. Here's a hint. Think about. A, it's one name. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know what it, yeah, is. You know what it is.
2: Because yeah. Jen on Twitter
1: Thank tweeted, you, Jen.
2: Winona Ryder. Oh. Which makes sense, because you're talking about the Beetlejuice sequel, and she's talking about Michael... What's his name?
1: Keaton. Keaton. No. Oh. 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 Think about another male co-star she had in that film.
2: Oh. Who oh. else is in
1: that film? You know
2: him. I gotta look now. Yeah, I don't know who's in that film. He
1: played one of the people who died and became a ghost. Uh, Alec oh. Baldwin? Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, Okay, read the
2: blind item because right. now we're so far away from it I don't even remember
0: what okay. we said.
1: <laughs> so Winona Ryder, she was a barely legal teen when she made Beetlejuice and she said that she would only do a sequel if Alec Baldwin was not involved because she says, Winona Ryder, that Alec Baldwin would constantly hit on her and she hated seeing any call sheet with him that is creepy and that's nasty yeah
2: that's nasty but totally believable
0: fully that's nasty fully wow okay those were good ones house thank you for for those delicious blind items when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we like to check in with a google trends expert every single friday To see what you all have been searching up because we're paying attention. We're gonna tell you what's been trending this week on Google after this on My Talk 1071. Each and every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, we like to check in with a Google Trends expert to see what you've been Googling all week long.
3: You better see this. There's something new trending.
1: It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley.
0: And uh, we have our friend Farrell on the line from Google to hear what you all have been Googling. Hello, Farrell. Farrell. Hey, good to be back. Good to have you. Well, I will tell you, we were all looking forward to the day when we could all sign up for Disney+. And so it's no surprise that it's uh, trending this week on Google.
3: Yeah, that's right. You and 10 million other people, uh, felt the same way. It launched this week. Uh, people have been talking about it for at least a year now. Um, they announced it officially many, many months ago. And, uh, so, this week it went live, and uh, people seem to be very excited. Um, it only costs six ninety nine a month, which compared to other streaming services is a, a fairly low buy in um, and Now you can get all your Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, Disney movies, and some original content too
2: and I imagine this was probably just a good time uh, for for streaming services in general, because I imagine people were googling not just about Disney Plus, but like, do I need Disney Plus versus Netflix or versus Amazon Prime or you know, what other stream, whatever other streaming services are are out there.
3: Yeah, well, and in fact, Disney owns one of the streaming services, Hulu, which is uh, they're actually bundling for twelve ninety nine along with ESPN Plus. So, um, so who knows? Maybe there's going to be a bit of consolidation over time. Um, although it seems like they're more and more. And I think people were uh, the biggest question people had uh, for the week is uh, when will it be fixed? Apparently, it was so successful that it actually caused some glitches, uh, not allowing people to download the app. Uh, it seems like that was resolved fairly quickly. But um, that that spiked on the first day about uh, issues of it not working properly.
0: You know, it's so funny. I was going that was going to be my question is if people were uh, searching about that, too, because, you know, our frustration with that was you figures Disney would have it like perfect before they rolled it out. But but there were a lot there was a lot of complaining about it not operating properly. So it seems to be working now, though.
3: It seems to be my my kids were watching it starting yesterday. So uh, I haven't heard any complaints from them. So uh, and if anybody's going like to complain, big, it's, new-
0: it's it's kids.
3: <laughs> that's right where where did uh, mickey mouse go
0: exactly
2: okay so from disney plus um a story that uh also got people's attention this week unfortunately um venice flooding tell us what that's all about and why it was trending this week
3: yeah, it, it, I mean, I think the picture, uh, told more than a thousand words. So, uh, these pictures started percolating across the internet of people with, uh, knee-high water boots wading through the streets of Venice. Um, Venice is a, uh, is a canal city in Italy and, uh, they've always had water issues, obviously. There are canals that run right through the main streets, but, Uh, They've had, over the past several years, some, like, uh, small elements of flooding that happens depending on the tide. But um, 70% of the city was fully uh, immersed underwater, and uh, the photos were shocking, to say the least.
0: It really is stunning. You know, you will see very familiar landmarks, and um, you will see tourists, as you said, Farrell, up to their knees uh, in the water, what in what ways were people in, engaging Google around the Venice floods?
3: Yeah, I think people wanted to first understand the context of it. Like, why is it flooding? Uh, a lot of people point to climate change um, as a result, but uh, people wonder about that. They want to know how often it floods. Uh, when does it flood? Lots of people uh, are interested in what do you do during a flood? It sparks more conversations like that. And, and then there were just some amazing photos like St. Mark's. Square was closed to tourists uh they they're estimating that the damages are going to be upwards of a billion dollars to repair all of uh you know there's a lot of historical uh, spots there with mosaics and things like that and so uh I, what i always wonder is you know what what comes next it's not like this flooding is likely going to go away so nice. I, i'm not really sure how they solve
2: for that It's crazy. Just seeing pictures of like tourists eating ice cream, sitting at cafes with water up to their ankles.
0: You know, and I, you know, Farrell, I'm actually glad that you said you talked about those landmarks because that my my mind, you know, second, of course, to seeing the pictures of tourists up to their knees in the water. My mind goes to the fact that like that water is in these ancient buildings
3: yeah, I mean, it's I, I think it's from the Medici period. I I, I can't even remember, but it's uh, there are Google many it. many hundreds <laughs> of years old. They're they're pretty and beautiful and historical, and you you know I can't imagine that uh, salt water coming in is helpful.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Oh, and the last thing, and we have so many questions about this. Uh, the last thing trending this week was Narwhal the Unicorn Puppy who is so cute and we still need to understand what's going on there.
3: Yes. I don't, I don't even think anyone really understands, but, uh, but the cute factor is through the roof. They, uh, found a little puppy with what it was with, they believe it's father. Uh, it was outside and, uh, was actually dealing with the beginnings of frostbite. Mm. Uh, and when they scooped them up to bring them, uh, to a, a shelter, um, a, an organization called Max Mick Mission, uh, they noticed that the puppy had a small tail growing out of its forehead between its eyes, um, which uh, I would assume doesn't happen all that frequently. And so they posted photos of it online. And, you know, you can imagine all the dog lovers in the world have kind of gone crazy over this little guy. Oh,
0: he's so cute. I just all
2: week, I and, you know, I could probably Google it, but um, my question all week has been, like, They keep saying it's a tail, and I'm like, well, does it wag? Or, like, how does a tail end up on your forehead?
3: Yes, and, well, I mean, the top questions were about where is he and how to adopt him. He Hmm. apparently had, like, this was a day or two ago, we pulled some of these numbers, but, like, 50 adoption applications already. But um, the tail does not wag is the answer. Uh, They, you know, they did an X-ray. They obviously had to check out to make sure it wasn't something uh, bad. And it's just, like, a little extra piece of skin that's covered in fur and it just looks like a tail, but
2: it doesn't really have any purpose. Interesting. It is. fascinating. fascinating. I learned something this week. No,
0: it's so cute. Well, thank you so much Farrell for educating us a little bit more about all kinds of things once again this week. We love to check in with you every Friday.
3: Absolutely. Talk soon.
0: uh, Have a great week. Thanks Farrell. That's our Google trends expert Farrell, who uh, checks in with us on Fridays to tell us what you all have been Googling all week. And I'll tell you I, at first, saw that story of, of Narwhal, the uh, puppy with a tail on its forehead. I saw it, like under a story that i was reading you know sometimes some of those things are clickbait right yeah and it's something look at
2: these massive knockers on this woman
0: yeah like stuff like that and i thought it was one of those so i didn't click on it because i thought well that's not real yeah and then it like went viral uh but i was just reading a story that was written by uh, a doctor of veterinary medicine uh, at the university of i of idaho who basically said yeah like everybody thinks it's a tale but it's I don't uh. want to be a downer. It's basically like a well, it just skin doesn't, tag. It just looks like a tag. It just tail. doesn't
2: make any sense that a tail would show up on your forehead yeah. unless that was like a thing. Right. 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 So,
0: although, I mean, I, you know, if it, yes, if a tail showed up on our foreheads, that would be newsworthy. I'm just saying. Uh when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show it is November 15th I have a very strong opinion about something You shocking spicy <sighs> I think it's too early for Christmas decorations. Did you just roll your eyes at me? And we snuggled. haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. And people already got their uh, trees up and whatnot and what have you. And okay. I just want Thanksgiving to have its due. Right. We'll talk about 651-641-1071. Too early for Christmas decorations? Or am I being a Scrooge? And well, I can handle either way. Okay. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk one zero seven one.